All right, a uh, pretty simple teaching here, um, and yet I guess it's one that isn't necessarily all that widely accepted in the church. Either people flat out reject it, or I think a lot of people just have a hard time believing it uh, because it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true, and this comes directly from the scriptures. I'm talking about the righteousness of God that is something that we can't earn or maintain by ourselves. Now, Paul, in Romans 1, he says a very famous verse. This is quoted a lot. For Romans 1, 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. That's wonderful. But then the next verse gets neglected a lot, and this is important here. For in it, in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by their own works. No, the just shall live by the law. No, the just shall live by faith. It's very important, that word faith there. Paul says, the law is not of faith. And so in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, not from law, not from our own works, not through what we do, the just shall live by faith. And then Paul goes on, after Romans 1, 16 and 17, he goes on for a couple of chapters talking about the reason the gospel was needed, the reason the good news was needed. Why was the good news needed? Well, because there was bad news. The bad news was that the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. Paul goes on to talk about all kinds of problems in mankind, all kinds of sins, all kinds of things, all kinds of ungodly and unrighteous behavior. He really doesn't limit it to this, that, or something else. It's a whole bunch of things that Paul lists here. And the thing is, is that the teaching... The, the, what Paul writes about here in the second half of Romans 1 and then on into Romans 2 and in the first part of Romans 3, it's not teaching, uh, it's not something that Christians are to follow as, okay, we're supposed to follow this to find out what's right and wrong. What Paul is doing is he's telling the problem of humanity apart from Jesus Christ. He says, all of these things, the ungodliness and unrighteousness, of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. He goes on to talk about how Israel, the people of Israel, they had the law. But he says, but that doesn't mean you're righteous. Just because you have the law, just because you're a hearer of the law. You see, the Gentiles were not hearers of the law. They were not given the law. Somebody in China would have never heard the law. Somebody in India the, the law was given exclusively to the people of Israel. They were the hearers of the law, but yet they weren't doers of the law. Paul even says that if a Gentile were to keep the law, he would be righteous according to the law. Even if a Gentile would do it. So Jews, just because you have the law doesn't mean you're righteous. And just because Gentiles don't have the law doesn't mean that they can't be righteous according to the law. However, See, that's a hypothetical case. However, Paul goes on in Romans 3, 
As we, as we very well know, he says, there is no one righteous. No, not one. There is no one who's, who understands. There is no one who seeks after God. There's nobody righteous. So the Jews who had the law, not righteous. Gentiles who didn't have the law, who could conceivably do things according to the law, even though they didn't have the law, not righteous. Because nobody is a doer of the law. Nobody can do it. Paul, in, uh, later on in Romans, in chapter 10, Paul talks about how his fellow brethren, the Jews, the people of Israel, they had a zeal for God. It's wonderful to have a zeal for God. However, the zeal that the people of Israel had was without knowledge. They didn't have zeal according to knowledge for they being ignorant of God's righteousness. Of what? Of God's righteousness. They were ignorant of God's righteousness. What? They had the law. They tried to keep it. In fact, it says they were seeking to establish their own righteousness by keeping the law. But yet, they have not submitted to the righteousness of God. Why had they not submitted to the righteousness of God? Because in seeking to establish their own righteousness, they did not do it. They were not in the end, they were not doers of the law. They have not submitted to the righteousness of God. So we get back to Romans 3, and Paul says, Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, that every mouth may be shut, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world become guilty before God. That's really what the law did. Paul called the law the ministry of death. He called it the ministry of condemnation. He said it was bondage. That's what the law does. It shuts mouths. It's, it's a, a, a self-justifying mouth saying, look what I do. Like the rich young ruler said to Jesus, look, at the, I've done all these things. Well, you still lack something. No matter what you do, no matter what works you present to God, he's going to say, you still lack something. Because the righteousness of God cannot be attained by our own doing. We all fall short. There's nobody who can do it. And so, therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in the sight of God. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. That's really, again, all that the law can do. It shows us what sin is. It makes us guilty. Can't help us at all. But now, Paul says, the righteousness of God through the works of the law is revealed. No. The righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. The Law and the Prophets, if you go into the Old Testament scriptures, you'll find this written about, witnessed by the Law and the Prophets. But it couldn't be attained by the Law, by the works of the Law. It was witnessed there. They told about it, of this righteousness that was to come. Even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Jew who had the law, Gentile who didn't have the law, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Being justified when you finally are able to do good works, when you're finally able to keep the law, no, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. You see something very important here. In 2 Corinthians 5, Paul is talking about this ministry of reconciliation 
how God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them. How did this happen? How is this even possible? For he made him who knew no sin. For God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Jesus, who knew no sin, he had never sinned. He knew no sin. He became sin. So we, who have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God, there is no one righteous, no not one, no one who does good, no one who understands, no one who seeks after God. That's the state of mankind, the ungodliness and the unrighteousness of man. A long list of things, a dirty, long laundry list of things that made us ungodly and unrighteous. We became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, even though we had never done a righteous thing in our lives. That's how big the gospel is. That's what the gospel is. And I know a lot of people are afraid of this. They're afraid to teach it. They're afraid to share that righteousness is given freely. I think a lot of people are worried that when people get a hold of this, this understanding that they're made righteous through nothing that they do, that sin will increase, that they'll just go off and live licentiously and unholy and ungodly lives. Well, you see, that was the problem actually with the law. Paul says in Romans 7 that through the law, sin increased. (laughs) Unrighteousness increased through the law. Paul says that the law... Helps people to live right? No, Paul says that the law is the power of sin. Paul says that. The law is the power, the strength of sin. So if if you're worried about sin increasing, then quit preaching the law to believers and start preaching the gospel. Because in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. It's given to us as a gift. And when people lay a hold of that... Imagine how their lives will change for the better when they understand that they are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, when they realize their true identity in Jesus Christ, that they are the righteousness of God. A righteous person who knows that he's righteous, who knows that she's righteous, doesn't want to go out and sin. So stop being afraid of God's righteousness. God is not afraid of his own righteousness being given to us as a gift. Trust in Jesus Christ and in his righteousness. It's a gift, something that we can't earn, something that we can't maintain, but something that God has freely and willingly given us.